You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast with your host, Art Harris. Welcome to another edition of the Black Male Therapist Podcast. I'm your host, Art Harris, licensed marriage and family therapist and school psychologist, breaking it down from the perspective of a black male. Yo, this is week two of the quarantine. Out here in California, we're surviving COVID-19 and we're trying to do the best we can not to lose our minds in these houses dealing with the social distancing. And so this week, we'll give an update of how um, things are looking across the world and across the country. And we'll kind of focus in on what's happening in our state as we've been taking on this social distancing thing and this quarantine. It's a shelter in place for the whole state of California. And so people are really struggling with that. And so in this show, we'll kind of talk about how things have been looking um, with this social distancing. Yeah, I am a psychologist and you know, psychologists love studies and experiments. And don't worry, I'm not conducting research on anybody, but I am finding it interesting some of the reactions of those um, with this shelter in place while people deal with COVID-19 and social distancing. Also today, we'll really take a look at what's happening with people being homeschooled, um, people dealing with teaching their kids in a time where you're trying to get it together. And so we'll take a look at how that's been looking with homeschooling while trying to still take care of your own needs if you're working for work. Well, if you're working from home. Also, look, people can't really go out and eat as much no more. And there's not as many foods on the aisles at the grocery store. So we'll take a look at that home skillet and see what are some things we can do to help our mind and our body flow well with some good food to eat in our plate. No, I'm not a chef about to give you some recipes, but we have some strategies that might help you survive this shelter in place. Look, in California, we already doing a thing. But for those listening around the world or in other places in the state or across the country, you might find that you might need to start thinking about how you're going to prepare your meals and stock up your kitchen. So we'll take a look at that in this episode called Homeboy, Homeschool, Homeskillet. And so we'll take a break and we'll get back into the action. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast. This portion of the show is sponsored by Robin Hood. You can go to infight.robinhood.com backslash Arthur 447 for a chance to get a free stock up to $500 just for signing up. You should do it. Get invested. Get in the game. Don't get left behind because you're afraid to invest. Start today. Hey, welcome back to the show. Homeboy, homeschool, homeskillet. That's the name of the show today. We're really going to look at what's happening for those of us staying home 
dealing with social distancing? How is it for people homeschooling? What's it like for an educator or those educating their kids now who weren't educators before? And how is it for those who are now having to shop and cook from home because you're not really going out to eat and so you have to be strategic on meals to prep while we're dealing with the shelter in place and quarantine while dealing with the coronavirus you know and later on in that show we're going to spend some time on that but before i get there let's get an update on the news so march 22nd coronavirus news check it out i'm looking on cnn and i see a lot of um stories about the coronavirus i can't really go in to all the things i see on the local news or the national news or even the world news but just on the show we have been tracking the numbers across the world and across the um, country and by the time i put out the information it seems like those numbers have almost doubled almost um a direct contradiction to the show before that's how much it spread so just looking at the global outlook on the coronavirus, more than 335,000 people have contracted the coronavirus, and at least 14,641 have died. And that's according to a tally by Johns Hopkins University. There are threats of a severe economic shutdown. And so what you see, you're seeing people working from home and you see some people home from work and you see some people who may be out of work. You see businesses are shutting down. People just don't have the money to um, cover payroll. People don't have the um, ability to send their employees to work because in California, the whole state is shut down and there's like a six foot distancing thing. Your social distancing is real. like. And so you can't send your employees into work. And so business is suffering. And um, there's been talk in the news about bailing businesses out and helping to stimulate, stimulate the economy. But for real, um, it, it just is so great right now. We don't want to move too soon and just be done. These are things that may have to adapt as we go and for different populations. They may need different. Um, types of economic relief you know one thing we've seen is the U.S. death toll is now more than 400 people who have died from the coronavirus and that's um, coming from CNN's tally of cases and so the numbers are real looking at what's happening around the world we're, we're seeing people react in a way that we're not used to seeing people react. We've seen the National Guard get deployed to the Cherry Blossom Festival in D.C. We're seeing the National Guard being deployed in California to help distribute food to um, from food banks and helping just ease the, um, the stress of um, the market right now. People can't come out to help volunteer people can't help and so the national guard is really out there and it's showing me in dc though is that they're seeing some of the same things that i'm seeing out here in california and it's that in social distancing um people are really struggling people are more social than ever before and so to have the national guard come to shut things down so people don't get close 
during the coronavirus outbreak outbreak while it's still the cherry blossom event that's that's a big deal if you don't know anything um, about cherry blossom trees just know they're beautiful and this time of the year the petals turn like this white violet pinkish color and I'm, I'm looking at one outside my window as I'm describing it because I planted one for my wife and my daughter um, years ago when we first moved to this home and now I see how beautiful it blossoms and just to think in DC there's a whole field of them I haven't been for myself I've seen pictures but I know it's a big deal and they're shutting it down the National Guard is now patrolling the um, streets of America for different reasons and so some people don't feel like this is a disaster time but it's a disaster in fact uh, President Trump approved California as stating that this is a that this is a disaster and so that means a lot because when it's declared a disaster then you get more funds and more um, assistance but this thing is just going to continue to grow but we still have to remember that all the information we're getting is information um, that we're learning um, from the government and the media and so we don't want to overreact to these numbers we just know that this is just the truth that we're being presented no I'm not saying there's a conspiracy theory that's not that type of show but what I'm saying is um, the news is meant to put out um, stories that affects the majority as a whole still in our communities um, we have to be careful and I'm glad people are doing social distancing um, in some areas but let's not overreact to the news that we're getting still we have to manage our anxieties and manage our fears and in fact while this time where we're supposed to be like six feet apart and distant me and my family we've been doing that but still when we go out in the community we've seen people be out in fact we've had people um we've interacted with our community we're still um, giving each other space but people are still more social than never before i can't think of the last time in one week i've had more face conversations over um, video screen talking um, not just for business but also just people live streaming all around me and people interacting in person way more than before people have boosted their texting people have increased their strategic ways to hang out at the park it was a lovely day today with so many people out walking their dogs and hanging out with their kids the family was playing dominoes in the park people are really grasping this opportunity to get closer to families in a time where we're social distancing and so i've seen i'm seeing people are struggling with social distance in terms of not having communication at all people are respecting the boundary and space as much as they can but people can't stay away from each other and i, I think people are really valuing those around them more and more now. Hey, looking into sports, um, there's no new sports. There's nothing going on. We we don't have sports to talk about um, or look at. I've been seeing highlights of 
old um, sporting events. Like I've been seeing Stephen Curry highlights for the past like five, six years. They've been playing some Stephen Curry highlights even before then. They've been showing some of the great plays of this guy's career. And I just wonder how long will it take for the world to realize we're looking at a living legend play in our eyes. This is a GOAT. This is arguably top two point guards ever, top three, top four guards ever, top 10 players ever. Arguably, this may be the best shooter of all time already. And I think people are undervaluing his approach, his style and skill. Also, with the Golden State Warriors in general, I've been looking at some of the great plays over the dynasty run Draymond Green this guy has only won one defensive player of the year during that span where we were shutting teams down there was a period where we were 24-0 to start the regular season we were on fire and this guy was shutting boys down especially at the end of the game and he only has one defensive player of the year that's crazy Clay Thompson let me tell you something about Clay Thompson I seen this dude put up 60 points in 29 minutes. I've seen him break the record for NBA three-pointers in the game. I seen him put up 37 points in one quarter and he didn't miss a shot. He didn't even take barely a dribble. We're looking at some of the best ballers of all time on this Golden State Warriors team. We're looking at Andre Iguodala who for a moment looked like the greatest defender of all time as he was making plays and was the MVP of the 2015 NBA championships. He didn't even start a game. We saw Kevin Durant come and we created the death lineup. There will be a there will be another champion. There will be another great team. But I don't know if we'll ever see a team and a lineup as deadly as that death lineup. We saw some magic with this Golden State Warriors team. And I think we're definitely um, missing out when we can't watch them play. There's some great basketball being played. And this season wasn't about the Golden State Warriors. It was really about the rest of the NBA. But I know a lot of fans are really gritting their teeth like... If this season don't come back, we might have let one get away because next year with that lineup, the retool, um, Golden State Warriors 2.0, we believe again, the um, whatever team you want to call it, a it's chitons for a lot of these teams out there. But look, let's let's talk. we'll, We'll have plenty of time to talk about the Warriors talking about NFL. The big news is that the GOAT Tom Brady left New England and signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady left the New England Patriots to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's over. It's over for the Patriots. And um, we saw that this year, the way um, they could have get past Tennessee. It's over. And so we'll see what Tom got left in the tank. I know South Florida was where a lot of people go to retire and we'll see what Tom can do with a Tampa Bay team who has some talent. Jameis Winston, he put up like some big yards, big yards. But he also threw a lot of interceptions. And so that's why Jameis Winston, who's most famous for stealing crab legs um, from the grocery store, 
it's it's over for him in South Florida. I hope he bounces back. I think famous Jameis has some skill. He just is no Tom Brady, and he did a smooth move and a classy move by just saying goodbye to his fans on social media from Tampa Bay. And so now Tom Brady is in new is in Tampa Bay. Wow. But again, when will we see the NFL come on again? I'm more excited about this big three basketball reality tournament that I'm hearing about. The big three Ice Cubes League. I hear they're putting on a, um, a showcase where there's going to be a tournament with players in one home. I can't wait to get more of the details, but that's coming in the summer. I can't wait to see what Cube has cooked up. And I like some of the rhetoric coming out around the big three about how it's not a plantation or how players are free over here. It's it's some good rhetoric, and I, I like to see the games also. And so that's really what we're talking about in sports. Warrior highlights, Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. And what's going to happen with the big three? Yeah, um, not that many current highlights. We'll see what's happening in sports later. Yo, music, though, to help you get through your shelter in place. What are you listening to? What am I listening to? Check me out. I'm listening to DJ Fresh Instrumentals. He has beat tapes of Some of the dopest beats you will hear. I was listening to the DJ Fresh uh, Tonight Show with Currency. And then I got to the second volume and it was full of instrumentals from the album he had with Currency. I was like, this is dope. And so I just started listening to more DJ DJ Fresh instrumentals. And he has one album and a song out on the coronavirus he's he's really giving you music to survive this quarantine and those instrumentals music without words are sometimes great for you to sit back and think duke ellington that's another one of my classics of greatest of all time who me and my daughter listen to duke ellington every sunday when we do our father-daughter walk who else am i listening to Definitely, I've heard some new music from I Am Sue and Cool John and Show Banger. The pop-up album, yo, that I'm 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 slapping that right now. I'm still listening to the Dispensary by SG Spitting and Max Perry. I'm also really taking my time to really listen to some of the catalogs of some of these icons in hip hop history. I'm going back and I'm listening to all of the rick ross albums ti is coming up next in r&b i've been listening to everyone from tony braxton to mary j blige i'm really trying to get cleaned up with my catalogs as i listen to music as i'm trying to chill out from the house you know um but sometimes i'm listening to really cool classical music like the Black Panther score? I don't know if you ever heard that. That's another album full of really good instrumentals and sounds. It's real classical and jazzy, man. I'm encouraging you to check that out because, look, we're at home. We're watching Netflix and movies and and social media. Look, sometimes you just need to listen to music and do something else. 
turn off the TV, put the screen down and just chill, vibe out and do other things. Enjoy the people around you while you can, you know, and that's really the update today. I talked about the news and what's happening with the coronavirus. We're talking about social distancing and how that's hard for people. But while you are home, you know, you can listen to music or do things to help you get your mind off of the news and other people. We're also talking about sports. This usually the time of the year where basketball gets really good. And we're talking about NFL free agency. But all we got now is Tom Brady going to South Florida and old highlighting greatest of all time conversations with sports. And so hopefully that'll keep us entertained. But really, people are valuing family. We're seeing people out and about more than ever before to the point where the National Guard had to get deployed to break up crowds. And so value the people around you and still respect social distancing. But still, don't be isolated. Don't get comfortable being distant from others. We're going to go to another break. And when we come back, we'll get into our main conversation today on homeboy, homeschool, homeskilling. We're going to look at how are people surviving these quarantines and social and um, shelters in place? What are some things that we can do to navigate the situation? What are some things we can do to improve and make sure we come out better than we were when we went in? And that'll really be the show today. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast. I don't think they're ready for this We Are Culture First podcast, babe. You think they're ready? I don't know. You ready? I'm ready. Why don't you tell the people what the podcast is about, though? So, the We Are Culture First podcast brought to you by Art and Arissa Harris. We're both licensed marriage and family therapists. We're a married couple, we're a black couple, and we hope talking with you about issues related to cultural relevant stuff, black excellence, and our new segment called The Couple's Corner will bring you closer to a healthier functioning and put you up on game in general with how to deal with the day-to-day things we deal with in this environment, in this society, in this world, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and so y'all go get a peek once a week into the real candid conversations that we have because we are culture first. You're listening to the Black Male Therapist Podcast. This section of the show is brought to you by the Acorns app. The best way to save your leftover money, your leftover loose change, whatever you need to do, it's the best way to get ahead and get started in the game. Just link your debit card and get started and watch as you get closer to your financial dreams. Start investing with Acorns today. Get $5 when you use my invite link for 8P. 9z2 just go to acorns.com backslash invite backslash 48p 9z2 to get your five dollars to see where it takes you you have nothing to lose but time 
Homeboy, homeschool, home skillet. That's the title of today's segment, really, where we're going to talk about ways we're surviving this COVID-19 shelter in place and still dealing with things that are essential to us. So I broke down three categories of where we're really um, mindful of how we function in these areas more than ever because they're in our face. First off, homeboy. So now, man, most of us are working from home. Some of us are out of work. And for those of us who are working from home and you have other people at home, you might find it different trying to get work done from home than it was when other people were at work. For example, I have a daughter at the house, a baby. And so every once in a while, she's crying. She needs a diaper change. I also have a wife who's at home right now taking care of the baby and doing some work from home. And so we have communication and things that we have to deal with on a day-to-day. Not to mention there's other family members who are also at home and with different things um, going on for them, whether it's communicating or navigating or just having more social contact than I'm used to having during the work day. And so some things I found helpful for me when I'm at home and I need to get resettled and refocused, I found 10 deep breaths and calming myself down and those around me may help center my world and my surroundings and allow me to refocus. And those are the things I need to worry about with me, staying focused while I'm at home, completing work from home. Another thing, the work that I'm doing now during this home shelter in place I'm doing more online counseling and more phone call therapy where telehealth is a part of my world as a clinician. It hasn't always been part of my world as a psychologist or um, as a therapy on a regular basis. And so one thing I'm seeing is that when doing um, telehealth and working primarily on video streaming and from home, you have to make sure you also teach others how to make sure their environment is therapy safe. You have to make sure it's a confidential space. If it's not a confidential space, you don't want to really set up a video session. And I'm talking about for those receiving, not the ones giving, you feel me? So things you can do in general, put it on headphones. If you're using video or phone, headphones may help your sound stay secure only for you. You know, that's a good way to make sure nobody can hear what's being said to you. But also, um, it could put you in that place of remembering this is a confidential conversation. And the truth is, it's not really for others to hear. That's something I do when I'm doing even work from my office. When I'm the only one there, I throw on my headphones because it keeps what's being said going directly to my ear and it helps block out all of the other noise and so as a homeboy working from home i'm finding that i have to stay busy and stay focused but also do things to help get rid of distractions while i'm working sometimes that means putting the phone on silent sometimes it means just putting on headphones while i'm doing a session and so these are the things that i'm doing that are helping me get through my day as a clinician a little bit better. And it really has me thinking about taking my businesses and services more to an online telehealth focus in general. I mean, 
let's face it, that's really where everything is going now anywhere to the internet. And it's not the same as a clinician doing therapy online than it is in person, especially family and couples work. But I'm still finding that you're getting direct contact with somebody's world. Um, very good through online therapy. In fact, you're functioning in their home. That's where they're doing the service from. And so you're really getting a deeper um, view into their world. So those are things I'm thinking of when I say homeboy, the things that I'm working on from home and how I'm navigating my home community, my home environment a little bit more. Home school in this part We'll get the tip from the school psychologist. And so many of us are doing homeschool right now. And I'm homeschooling a baby. And so it's pretty easy for me. We're doing the ABCs. We're counting and naming things and saying words. And she repeats after me. But some of you have to try to keep teach your kids algebra or how to write an essay or how to read. And in these cases, remember... Everybody has different strengths and weaknesses. Sometimes it's related to a disability. Sometimes it's dyslexia. Sometimes it's lack of practice. Sometimes you're finding that kids have low attention and they struggle learning at school. And for some of them, they're learning um, at a slower pace from home also because it's so many distractions. And so one thing you can do from changing the pace of which they work at to make sure the content is at the right area. One thing you could do is make sure you're having a structured time to do learning, but it's not overwhelming. You don't want to try to work six hours a day during these times for school, homeschool. They don't even work like that at schools. Kids aren't learning all day. In some classes, they're not learning at all. But in most of the classes, there are some time where there's conversations and dialogue and some some bit of release, release and relaxing. And so um, just just don't be a drill sergeant about it. Make it fun. Also, you want learning to be fun. You want learning to be engaging. You want learning to be communicative as much as possible. Yeah, they're going to have to work from them packets. But try to talk with the kids about what are they doing in the packets. Try to make it interesting by showing some YouTube videos or video clips or driving by places of interest to help really teach a theme on a deeper level. Help with the math while adding up your Amazon order or the grocery store run. You know, these are the things that are going to help you um, get through this homeschooling process and remember everybody has different strengths and weaknesses so if you got a student who's strong in math but struggles in reading give them some time doing some math so they could build up on the skill that they have but also spend a little bit of extra time on that deficit if it's phonics letter name letter sound you know sound of words out flashcards but don't make it too weird don't make it too intense to where it's not fun don't let your learning deficit get in the way of their learning you know and so use the technology that the school provides and the internet links and books that they offer but also remember have structure but don't be a drill sergeant try to have learning fun and it's not going to happen all day in fact take breaks allow breaks you're at a home with 
teenagers that may listen to music that get on your nerves or may have conversations that get on your nerves, allow some distancing in the home, you know, definitely I recommend giving them some headphones. You use some headphones so you both can have your space and distance from each other in terms of music or TV shows at times. But also don't let this be a time to not be engaged in learning more about those people in your home and those around you. Home skillet. What up, home skillet? This is really referring to how are we surviving this quarantine and looking at cooking more and making sure we have food that lasts at the right time for the right amount of time. So I had to do the grocery store run Saturday morning. It got real in my area, y'all. People are robbing people at the Target. They're robbing people at the Lucky's. People are getting robbed at gunpoint for their groceries. And so we have to be more strategic on how we go to the grocery store out here. It's, It's just like that. And so I went up, I got up early and got myself together and went to the grocery store. And I'm, you know, I'm getting to the store with that in mind. I need to go in, get in, get out and be careful. Watch certain people acting shady, you know. And one thing I found is that people are more social than ever before at the grocery store, especially people who work there. And, um... It's, it's not just laughing and telling jokes and stuff. People will sit and talk to you if you listen to the story. And um, I was in the store looking for the eggs. I couldn't believe there wasn't any more eggs. And um, I ran across a worker who was at the store, a grandmother. And she told me of, um, you know, people in our world are freaking out and asked, you know, of how are people in my world doing with this coronavirus? And I say, well, yeah, people are freaking out, but I'm trying to stay cool. And um, but she told me a story of her grandson who was just born in January, who's been in NICU since January. The kid was born like four months early. And so he's been in NICU trying to get right and get well. And she smiled as she talked about how well he's doing now. And over time, he's out of the incubator and now he's in a regular room. And it's a real joy to have this special life. But do you also see that fear and concern that you don't want this kid to get sick? They're talking about sending him home now because he's doing so well. And we were like, yo. Maybe he should stay in the hospital. That's probably the safest place for this kid to be during this time of coronavirus. And so we agreed on that. And then I went on with my shopping because I'm, I made chili. You know, uh, this weekend I made chili. And I said, I'm going to make a good pot of chili. Some we can eat now, some we can eat later. So I went to the grocery store primarily for ingredients for my chili, some cornbread, and some rice. And, um, of course, I got some other foods like some chicken and um, oatmeal, you know, basic stuff like that. But my main focus on this store was the chili run. And so I'm going over my ingredients, looking um, at the store down the aisles. No rice. No dry beans. No flour. So I had to adapt my list, y'all, because I was not going to be discouraged and I was not leaving without the ingredients for my chili. And so I had to get more canned beans, you know, 
I had to get some cornbread where you just add water. I know, just add water. But they didn't even have Jiffy. So I had to work with what I had. But I did get some cornbread where you just add water. And so I haven't made it yet because of different duties. But I did make that chili, y'all. And I'll tell you, using your ingredients um, that you primarily have sometimes may play out. But always have a plan B. And my plan B chili recipe, it played out perfectly. And that chili is good man i'm so proud of this chili my wife came in said, let me test this chili let's see what's going on you know i said hmm this is good i said you know what maybe we can see if the daughter likes it and she gave her a spoonful of it and said hmm this is good but then i realized man she wasn't really really wasn't feeding her that much she kept eating the chili so if my wife liked that chili i know it was some good chili and my daughter liked it too it gave him a little spice though they they were both guzzling water after they had that taste because they tasted it a little too early it was good but it's getting a little kick in the end and um that's the way i like my yeah. chili and um so you what are you doing what are you cooking to help survive this quarantine in my home we're you know doing the best we can making spaghetti and trying to have it last multiple days chili that's going to last a couple of days we're going to fire up that grill and put some meat on the grill and then put some in the freezer i mean there's different things we're doing and so these are the things that we're thinking of while surviving a quarantine homeboy homeschool home skillet you're listening to the black male therapist podcast with your host art harris Hey, that's the end of the show, man. We thank you guys for tuning in on this Black Male Therapist podcast. You can catch me at Black Male Therapist on Instagram. Hit me up. Let me know what you think of the show. I would love to get your feedback. Shout out to all those out there on the front line trying to help and serve people in this time where you got to really lock in and take care of yourself i'm saying shout out to the bank tellers shout out to the grocery store workers shout out to the neighborhood police shout out to the neighborhood firefighters shout out to those going into the hospital thank you to those working in the field of mental health those picking up the trash thank you to those doing the yard work thank you to the people keeping the lights on thank you to all the ministers and pastors out there doing church service on the internet we really appreciate you guys for just trying to do your role you're really helping us keep from going crazy right now thank you to the reporters even though some of it is fear-mongering we do appreciate you for being on the front line and getting that information and shout out to all those who've been down from day one welcome to no i'm joking right now but um no thank you to everybody i look forward to continue to bring you the black male therapist podcast and i'll holla at you later and you know where to find me know yourself because self-knowledge is the key